Saturday night, and we are live. I hope everybody is doing good. 55 minutes of fury. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. One of my biggest pet peeves, of course, after 25 years in law enforcement myself, is the current state of the DOJ, the Department of Justice, the current state, really, of law enforcement in our country started off in some ways with COVID, with all the police making unlawful arrests for not masking, social distancing, locking down uh, churches, locking down businesses, whatever it may be. But really, my focus is on federal law enforcement. Local kind of comes and goes, ebbs and flows. But there has been a general and really precipitous decline in our federal law enforcement, namely, of course, the FBI and the DOJ headed up by Merrick Garland, the FBI headed up by Christopher Ray, and all of it headed up by the chief law enforcement agent in the United States, the commander in chief, Joe Biden. Starting off with, I want to go over this because this is some headlines that came out tonight. These are the things that we can never forget. We cannot let these things go. People are like, that's, that's in the distant past. You're talking about things that began in 2016, went throughout the Trump presidency all the way through, through 2020. This is the collusion hoax, just like we have the COVID hoax, just like we have the climate change hoax. They're all hoaxes with specific agendas behind those hoaxes. They're not just hoaxes for just some sort of reason to fool you. It's like tra- the transgender hoax is to try to get you really arrested eventually. And the only way to get out is to agree to what I've been saying for really a couple years now, a one world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by a tyrant or a tyrannical government. That's even what the transgender hoax is about. You will say what you know what must be said. You're going to call a he a she and a she a he, or you're going to be arrested. That sort of legislation is, is attempted is attempting to be passed right now in the state of Virginia. Hopefully, it doesn't happen. But here's the current state of the FBI. Now back to the collusion hoax. Donald Trump was accused of colluding with Russians. To this day, there is absolutely zero evidence. Zero point zero evidence that Donald Trump in any way, shape, or form colluded with the Russians. Again, people are like, this is old news. Not old news. Until you deal with it, they'll bring it back again. One hoax after another. There'll be another COVID. They're already talking about a a horrible flu season. Why will it be a horrible flu season? Because everybody has antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome because 200 million Americans were vaxxed, vaxxed, too vaxxed, and, and 100 million of those boosted. So, It'll be one hoax after another to control you, to leverage you into a one world commerce system right out of Revelation chapter 13 with a singular access point controlled by a tyrant or tyrannical government right out of the book of Revelation chapter 13, chapter 14, never preached in churches anymore because it doesn't fill pews. So instead you preach about love in that version of love and that version of love in this version of love. And you make sure you smile a lot. And that's modern day Christianity preaching about worldly styles of love, the world's version of love, and then smile a lot and act like you're very nice. That's modern day Christianity, but that is not the Christianity of the Bible. So here's the thing when it comes to collusion, these things must be dealt with or they're going to bring them back again. They're going to bring back climate change until they control you. They're going to bring back COVID until they control you. They're going to bring back defend the police so they can confiscate your firearms until they control you. Transgender until they control you. Now, what we have to do is fight back, just like people did with PayPal. You fight back. 
you actually, you know, drop PayPal, get out of, you know, get out of, you know, being one of their customers. And now they're offering you $15 to come back after they were threatening to fine you $2,500 for mis or disinformation. These things cannot be ignored. You can't go with the flow. Well, you know what? I'll just agree not to say certain things on social media so I don't get banned. No, no. You simply do not comply. Well, Tom, there's consequences to not comply. Yeah, ask Jesus. Jesus refused to comply with the Pharisees and Sadducees and the Sanhedrin, the religious elite of the day, and he put them on a cross. Sometimes there are, there are consequences even under death right now in America. There will be societal consequences. You'll be called names. You, you'll, you, you, people will just do un, some people unfriend you, whatever maybe may be. People will try to ban you. Uh, you know, big tech will try to, to uh, deplatform you, whatever it may be. But you must stand. And these things must be dealt with. You don't just ignore them. All these COVID caving pastors who have never come out and said they were wrong, COVID caving politicians who have never come out and said they were wrong, now suddenly they're super conservatives, but they did exactly what the globalist left told them to do with everything pertaining to COVID-19. So the, all these things must be dealt with. It doesn't matter because they'll bring back collusion again. You know, they did the exact same thing with even John McCain. They had the exact same story, the exact same players in the story. They accused him of Russian collusion when he was when he was going when he was uh, you know uh, in the campaign against Barack Obama for the presidency. They did the exact same thing. They will do it until somebody hits them in the teeth, and I don't mean that literally, Facebook. I mean that figuratively. You hit them. You fight back. You expose them. That's what you do. And that's what has to happen with collusion. So here we go. Ron DeSantis tweet. Now, remember, this is from actually 2018. But right now we have the Igor Danchenko, who's the primary source of the Steele dossier, who's under, who's, uh, uh, right now uh, is being tried for his part in the collusion hoax for various different offenses. But he was the one who gave most of the information to Christopher Steele which was open source bar talk information, Igor Danchenko, but he's being charged with lying to the FBI and a few other offenses. But this is why this information is being talked about right now. Not on, not in the, not in the mainstream media, which is the left stream globalist leftist uh, media, but on the right wing media. So we have to discuss it because they will do this again. They'll Kavanaugh everybody again. They'll Clarence, they'll Clarence Thomas everybody again until we put a stop to it. And the FBI is, a, is the perpetrator of some of the biggest crimes and, and biggest conspiracies in American history. Conspiracy is not something that isn't true. A conspiracy theory is a theory, but a conspiracy is actually something that happened. And they've committed some of the biggest crimes in American history, some of the biggest controversies in American history, and some of the biggest political controversies in American history have been perpetrated by our current FBI. And remember, Christopher Wray, yes, he replaced, uh, well, you had McCabe, who replaced Comey, and then you had Christopher Wray. Christopher Wray was, was James Comey's little coffee boy, do boy. They're like little, sort of like best buddies, like the big dog and the little dog in the cartoons. He's that little dog, you know? That's, that's who Christopher Ray was. He's, a, he's an absolute nincompoop. He's a stupid person. He's not, listen, he's never been on a police call in his life, 
but he's in the, the premier law enforcement head, the director of the premier law enforcement agency in America, and the man's never handled a domestic violence call in his life. That's the problem with the FBI. They're a bunch of social workers and Democratic Party activists and attorneys. That's all the FBI is. Nothing more than the brown shirt Gestapo of the Democratic Party. And it goes back to the beginning. It went back all the way to when Mueller was the FBI director, but we're not going to digress that far. But this goes back to 2016. This is a 2018 tweet. From Ron DeSantis, remember at this time you had the Mueller investigation going on based on a complete and total hoax, which I'll get into. FBI uh, Director Ray needs to provide. And was he ever made to provide? And by the way, in 2018, who, who had the Congress? Who owned the Congress? Uh, that would be Paul Ryan and the Republicans. Who owned the Senate? Uh, the, the, Mitch McConnell and the Republicans. Who owned the presidency? Donald J. Trump, who would have gladly made Christopher answer these questions, but it's up, it's up the, the president does not have subpoena power, believe it or not, but the Congress does and the Senate does, and they did absolutely nothing. They have very important committees that are called the Judiciary Committee they, and they, in both the Senate and the House with different names, but they are the Judiciary Committees. Neither one of them ever called Christopher Wray for this explanation that Governor Ron DeSantis is asking for. FBI Director Ray needs to provide an explanation for why the FBI deleted six months, deleted. Now I repeat, deleted. They say they lost it, that's impossible. I have tech people sitting in the room. Sometimes I need to wheel Aaron in front of the camera. You can't delete these things. You You can delete them, but you can't lose them. It's impossible. It, there is always there is always a data source backup. There's always a cloud. There's always some sort of backup unless you delete them. And even and after that, you have to really technologically bleach bit delete them. Because even if you delete them, there's still a copy of them somewhere, i.e. the multiple hundreds of thousands of subpoenas to phone companies and to tech companies because there is always a copy because there really is no such thing as a deletion, asked the NSA. But the FBI deleted six months worth of Strzok page tech messages, text messages sent during the Trump transition in, early, in the early months of the Trump presidency. Of course, Peter Strzok was in charge of Operation Crossfire Hurricane, which you know what that meant? Absolutely jack squat nothing. Trump was colluding with the Russians. You had uh, Michael Flynn colluding with the Russians. None of them ever colluded with the Russians at all, not for a second. All that happened in 2016 was the Russians gave about a quarter of a million dollars, $250,000 they put into Facebook, Facebook exclusively for campaign ads, both for Trump against Trump, both for Hillary Clinton and against Hillary Clinton. Absolutely nothing. Nothing happened, not one thing. But yet because just like COVID, you create a problem out of whole cloth. Purpose being control people's lives. That's what these things are about. Climate change. Create a problem out of whole cloth to control people's lives. You don't like the outcome of an election? Just create a problem out of whole cloth. We, we're just going to say that Donald Trump colluded with the Russians. Let's find a Russian that says he colluded with the Russians. His name is Igor Danchenko, who said, you know what? I just got this information off of 
open source data, which is off of Google, that says Donald Trump colluded with the Russians. So that was probably put onto Google by the FBI so that Igor Danchenko could find it and then say that Donald Trump colluded with the Russians and Bartok. Absolutely not. And by the way, Igor Danchenko, before the Mueller investigation, before the Mueller tribunal, before Mueller hired 42 FBI agents and $42 million, the FBI knew Igor Danchenko got all of it before the filings of the four FISA warrants, which were all perjurious actions by the FBI, Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, Andrew McCabe, James Comey, perjurious activities by the FBI. Before, before all those things were done, before all those things were filed, the FBI knew Igor Danchenko told them that the Steele dossier of which he was the primary source was Bartok and open source data, Googled data. So Strzok page text messages sent during the Trump transition in early months of the Trump presidency deleted. They deleted six months of these. What was evidence about the anti-Trump insurance policy? Deleted member, of course, Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, his mistress at the time says, you know what, we don't, you know, we don't, what are we going to do about Trump being elected? Peter Strzok says it's not going to happen. We won't let it happen. That's an, that's an FBI special agent. In other words, he is at a supervisory level, a high supervisory level inside the FBI saying that he will not allow, he will not allow Donald Trump to be elected. Andrew McCabe calling for the 25th Amendment to spy on Donald Trump to have him unseated from the presidency. That is from Andrew McCabe. All of these people, Democrats or Rhino Republicans, but I believe two of those are both Democrats. Here we go. Now here's another one. The FBI actually ordered chief source for the Steele dossier, Igor Danchenko, to erase all evidence from his phone of his role in their attempted coup on President Trump. They actually ordered him to tamper with evidence. Those, that, is a, that is not only a felony, but it's a felony for each piece of evidence that they asked him to delete. So this is the FBI committing felonies to make arrests for felonies that don't exist. So you have the FBI committing felonies to try to make arrests for felonies that don't exist. The FBI committing felonies to investigate felonies that never actually happened. The FBI arresting people for, for obstruction into, uh, think about it. When you, they arrest, they arrest people for obstruction. They, uh, obstruction into an investigation into a crime that never occurred. That's the modern day FBI. So you have the FBI ordering, not asking, even asking would be tampering with evidence, which is a felony, ordering an informant to destroy evidence. That's that. What, where am I getting all this from? This is a gateway pundit article noticed on the bottom, Jim Hoff. This gateway pundit article, but this is coming from the Igor Danchenko trial for lying to the FBI. That's what that that's what this is. That's what all this is a, absolute fact. This is what's being testified to by Brian Auten, FBI analyst and numerous other people inside of the Igor Danchenko trial. Go to the next one for me, Will. Bur, uh, Durham update. This again is from the Gateway Pundit. Durham update. Two lower level FBI officials wanted to investigate Russia connected Democrat operative, but were blocked by superiors inside of the FBI. So what is the FBI truly all about? The FBI is only about servicing the Democratic Party, the brown shirt Gestapo for the Democratic Party. Here's the article, brief, a brief snippet from the article. 
lower level FBI analyst Brittany Herzog and FBI supervisory special agent Amy Anderson, two FBI officials who served on Robert Mueller's team, testified in the Danchenko trial that they wanted to investigate Charles Dolan, a longtime Democratic operative over his ties to Russia. Who's tied to Russia? Donald Trump, Donald Trump Jr., Eric Trump. Nah, the F- the, the well, the FBI, Christopher Steele, who they hired and the Democratic Party. Remember, remember, remember the order. You have Hillary Clinton, the DNC, hiring Mark Elias of Perkins Coie, which then hired Fusion GPS, which then hired Christopher Steele, which then hired Igor Danchenko. Who colluded with the Russians? The DNC and Igor Danchenko. Who colluded with a foreign, foreign intelligence op? The DNC, Hillary Clinton, and Christopher Steele former MI6 agent, and still Great Great Britain or English citizen. Lives in England, never lived in the United States. So who colluded with foreign entities and who colluded with Russians? Tom, this is old news. No, it's never old news until it's resolved. It's like COVID will never be old news until it's resolved. November, November 3rd, the fraudulent election in 2020 is not old news unless it's resolved. It's like your sin. It's not old news unless the blood of Jesus has covered it. It's never old news. It's not old news until you've repented of it. According to the testimony from the officials, Dolan, that's the, uh, uh, the uh, DNC operative, the Democratic Party operative, had ties to Olga Golgina, who was a subsource for the Steele dossier. Who's, t- who's tied to the Steele dossier? The DMC and the Democratic Party. And Dolan also did work for a PR agency who did a PR campaign for who? For Russian President Vladimir Putin. So who was it that's tied to Putin all the time? Certainly isn't Republicans. Certainly isn't Donald J. Trump but Democratic Party operatives. They always project onto you that which they are. If they accuse you of colluding with Russians, that's exactly what they're doing. If they accuse you of a quid pro quo quo with the the Ukrainians, that's exactly what they're doing. And what Joe Biden just did with the Saudi Arabians. But you know, lo and behold, he's not facing an impeachment. Strange, isn't it? Dolan also had a relationship with who? Of course, Igor Danchenko the primary subsource of the dossier, the Steele dossier. They, who, by the way, always remember that John McCain walked that into the FBI. John McCain did. And it's so funny that John McCain did it because they used the exact same verbiage to accuse him of Russian collusion not eight years before that. They said they were told not to, so these two lower-level FBI agents, well, FBI uh, employees, analysts, well, one of them was an agent, Brittany Herzog and Special Agent Amy Anderson, they, they said they were told not to take further action by their superiors. Further testimony from Herzog said, I wanted to interview uh, DNC operative Dolan, his connectivity to sources and Russian government officials, some, uh, some others in the FBI didn't want to investigate. Why would, I mean, if you are a police officer, I've investigated many crimes, you want to find out what's actually true. You don't come in and say, this person is negative. This person is guilty. And I want to steer my investigation to that end. No, no. You go in and find you. What's an investigation for to expose factual data. 
FBI didn't want to expose factual, factual data. They didn't want to find out what Dolan's ties were to Olga, Olga Galgina, sub, a subsource for the Steele dossier, to Vladimir Putin, to his ties to Igor Danchenko, primary subsource of the Steele dossier. Herzog from the FBI said that to her knowledge, Dolan was never interviewed by anyone on the special counsel Robert Mueller's team. It's Becker News video. John Durham, you and your colleagues took the info and put it in the Carter FISA, FISA application. You didn't have cooperation from the FBI database. It's all from the Danchenko trial, from other intel agencies, or from Christopher Steele. It's from a witness at the Danchenko trial. This is actually Brian Auten, FBI analyst. He's being asked this question. Or from Christopher Steele. And still went into, so you and your colleagues took the info, put it into the Carter Page FISA application, which, by the way, is felony perjury. You and your colleagues took information and put it into the Carter Page FISA application. You didn't have cooperation from FBI databases, from other intel agencies, perjury, or from Christopher Steele himself, the liar-in-chief, and still went into a FISA, FISA application swearing and affirming that that which you said is true. Multiple perjurious felonies. The FBI agent says, Brian Auten, correct. Play the video for me, Will. Some shocking testimony and the trial of Igor Danchenko, the alleged source of the notorious Steele dossier. And in a surprising turn of events, special counsel John Durham led the questioning himself, and he went after his own witness. Yesterday, yesterday FBI supervisory counterintelligence analyst Brian Auten revealed that the FBI offered Hillary Clinton operative Christopher Steele a million dollars if he could prove his allegations that Trump colluded with Russia, but he could not. Durham further pressed Otten on over the lack of corroboration justifying that FISA warrant against the Trump campaign in 2016. Durham saying, quote, you and your colleagues took the information and put it in the Carter Page FISA application. You didn't have corroboration from FBI databases, from other intelligence community agencies, or from Christopher Steele, and it still went into a FISA application. The witness answered, correct. <laughs> so do you, do you hear what just happened there? So they have absolutely no evidence of what they're swearing and affirming before the foreign foreign intelligence surveillance foreign intelligence surveillance act court they're swearing and affirming that these things are true and not one of them was true this must be dealt with it doesn't matter that it occurred in 2016 it doesn't matter that it was sworn and affirmed again in 2017 this must be dealt with or they're gonna do it over and over and over again these people will put you into prison under false allegations under a false investigation they'll arrest you for obstructing an investigation into a crime that didn't ne that never occurred and sleep like babies at night understand how evil and corrupt the fbi is this is why again you know people always and you're like tom how do you tie everything back to COVID? because COVID exposed everything 
This is why you don't put masks on your face, which is galactically stupid. Take an mRNA gene-altering drug, galactically stupid. Lockdown, galactically stupid. Call men women and women men so that you don't offend anybody. Galactically stupid, because when you sow into stupid and you sow into deception, you reap both. That's why you have to stand. You don't just go with the flow so there's no negative societal consequences to you because bigger negative societal consequences will come later, like we're seeing right now with a corrupt national police force with almost unlimited power, i.e. Christopher Ray's FBI. Here's switching subjects. Jose Gallon video. Today seems like a good day to look back into the Hunter Biden laptop. Play it for me. Excuse me. Please respond, if and then we're going to have follow-up questions. this is true about Russia, Ukraine, China, other countries, Iraq, if this is true, then he's a corrupt politician. Right. So don't give me the stuff about how you're this innocent baby. Joe, they're calling you a corrupt politician. Nobody. Hey, President Trump, I want to stay hell. on the issue Excuse of race. Me. We're Take talking about the, the issue. from hell. President Trump, Nobody. we're talking about race right now, and I do want to stay on the issue of race. President Trump, you just... I have just... to respond to that. Please. Because, look, Very there are 50 former national intelligence folks who said that what this he's accusing me of is a Russian plant. They have said that this is has all the care Four, five former heads of the CIA. Both parties say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. Nobody believes it except the, his and his good friend Rudy Giuliani. You mean the laptop is now another Russia, Russia, Russia hoax? You that's got exactly it. what. Is this where you exactly go? what? This is going. where he's going. The laptop right. is Russia, yes. Russia, Russia. I want to stay on the issue of race. You okay? have to be kidding. Here Mr. we go President, again with Russia. We're going to continue Boy, on the issue of race. Mr. I'm bringing this back up because it's beginning to percolate to the surface again. Just always remember that former. Five former CIA directors said that the Hunter laptop situation, that Hunter Biden's laptop period was Russian disinformation, even though there's video footage of Hunter Biden dropping it off at the computer repair shop, the computer repair shop owner testifying that it was Hunter Biden, Hunter Hunter Biden signing the receipt at the computer repair store saying that it was his computer, but yet you have five former CIA directors coming out and saying that it was Russian disinformation. You just need to understand the level of corruption inside of Washington, D.C. It may not be corrupt where you live, but it is corrupt where in D.C. where they are trying to tell you how to live and eventually tyrannically control how you live. These are evil Oftentimes, demon-possessed people. Who? What would drive a former CIA official who has never actually looked into the laptop to come out and say, oh, it's all Russian disinformation? Would you do that? Would I do that? Absolutely not. No way. Five, 50 former intelligence officials and heads came out and said it was Russian disinformation. Always remember that. So here's the latest, PJ Media. The feds are coming out and saying, because again, What we prayed before right here at this podcast is that all the liars would be exposed, that even the mainstream media would would actually have to respond. Eventually, the deception is so huge that you'll look absolutely ridiculous if you don't don't report it. Now, PJ Media is right-wing media, which means they're right. That means they're correct, by the way. So mainstream media is still not reporting on this, but, well, they are a little bit, a little bit. It's coming out a little bit. 
breaking. The feds have enough evidence to nail Hunter Biden, but you but you already knew that. Correct. Now here's now where did PJ Media get this information? Actually, from the Washington Post. Jeff Bezos, the Washington Compost. Jeff Bezos is a, a, a newspaper that he owns. Here's here's a snippet from the article. Federal agents investigating President Biden's uh, son, Hunter, Hunter, have gathered what they believe is sufficient evidence to charge him with tax crimes and a false statement related to a gun purchase, according to people familiar with the case. The next step is for the U.S. attorney in Delaware, a Trump administration holdover, to decide on whether to file, char- file such charges, these people said. Agents determined months ago that they had the younger bot that... Uh, that uh, agents determined months ago they had assembled a viable criminal case against the younger Biden, but it is ultimately up to prosecutors at the Justice Department, so Merrick Garland, not agents to decide whether to file charges in cases where prosecutors believe the evidence is strong enough to lead to a likely uh, conviction at trial. He's being charged. What they're looking at is tax evasion charges and the unlawful ownership of a firearm. So here's what's how that. So whether that ever happens or not. It's not going to happen until after November 8th, of course. It's not going to happen probably until the right people are in position. And by the way, what I mean by that is I don't want an innocent person on the left tried and convicted. They'll be happy. They would be totally and completely happy on the left to try and convict innocent right-wingers. That's no problem for demonic people. We don't want any of that. If Hunter Biden's innocent, fine. We all know that they came out and propagated lies, just like Benghazi when they come out and said it was about a video and nothing to do with the video. Susan Rice came out and bold-faced lied. Hillary Clinton came out and bold-faced lied. They came out about Hunter Biden and said that it was Russian disinformation, all bold-faced lies. Let's just get to the bottom of it. Let's find out what's on that, what's on that hard drive, what's on that laptop. New York Post tweet. So here's how the White House is responding to that article from the Washington Post and to its own DOJ, which is saying we really have enough to go to trial, which, by the way, the DOJ does not go to trial unless they believe they have about a 99% conviction rate. They do not go to trial. That's why most people plead out with the DOJ for lesser, for lesser sentences, which is probably what they're working out behind the scenes with Hunter right now. But they don't come out and say, you know, we have enough. It's tax evasion charges and a firearms charge unless they actually have enough. So what's happening? What, what is the Biden administration doing about it? Well, let's look. New York Post tweet. White House spending $265,000 on staff to deflect Hunter Biden probe. Now, I want to ask you this question. Who is, who's fit, who's, who is actually the one that's paying that bill? $265,000 on staff to deflect Hunter Biden probe. Would that be coming out of Joe Biden's net worth of about $14 million? Uh, no, that's not the case. Here it is, New York Post. The White House is gearing up for a growing army of staff to fend off potential Republican-led probes on everything from Hunter Biden to U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan. The taxpayers are, food, are footing the bill. We are. Battening down the hatches should be the GOP should the uh, GOP regain control of the House of Representatives in the midterm elections. The White House is shelling out $265,000 a year in salary for staff whose primary portfolio will be to run uh, comms and defense for the administration from the approaching blizzard of subpoenas. In May, the White House poached Richard Sauber, the top attorney for the Department of Veteran Affairs, to serve as a deputy counsel to the president tasked with handling 
uh, House Oversight Probes. Ian Sands, a veteran of the vice of Vice President Harris's failed 2020 cam- presidential campaign, was hired to run official comms for the team. White House records show the two men will take home $155,000 a year and $110,000 a year, respectively. That's just from that singular job. And the team is only expected to grow the Washington Compost, the Washington Post reports indicating that its staffing and operational expenditures will balloon further. Americans deserve transparency from President Biden about his family's suspicious business dealings, but instead are, pro- are provided. But instead of providing transparency, the White House is hiring staff at the American taxpayers' expense to stonewall congressional oversight and accountability. You're paying for all of this, said Representative James Comer, who is on track to chair the, over- the House Oversight Committee next year if Republicans retake the House. Let Let's be clear, no amount of Biden White House staffer stonewalling will stop Republicans' quest for transparency and accountability on behalf of the American people. All 50 of those former intelligence officials, all five of those former CIA directors need to be hauled before Congress. Now, this will be a actually legit committee. January 6th committee is not legit for the reasons that I've previously stated. You cannot, when you have... Your minority representation on any on any committee in order for them to have subpoena power, the minority representation on that committee has to be selected by the minority leader. That did not occur on the January 6th committee where you have Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney selected by Nancy Pelosi, not Kevin McCarthy, therefore invalidating their subpoena power. Therefore, the charges against Steve Bannon, which he was convicted of in a Washington, D.C. trial, with Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, and Biden supporters exclusively as his trial, as his jury members, and a Obama-appointed judge as his juror, his charges should have been laughed out of court because the original uh, subpoena that he was charged with obstructing is an illegitimate subpoena, which in law enforcement terms is called fruit of the poisonous tree. All right, so what is the FBI busy and the doj on and about doing they don't care about hunter biden we got that they don't care about domestic terrorism we got that they don't care about 107,000 americans dying of fentanyl overdoses and chinese fentanyl flowing across the border they don't care about any of that we got that 40 percent increase in violent crime don't care about that 25 percent increase in in, in in felony murder they don't care about any of that but what the fbi does care about is arresting, prosecuting, and trying to put away pro-life activists for a decade. Mia Cothel tweet, 11 pro-life activists have been indicted by pro-life activists. Remember, they're not worried about the terrorists that are crossing. They've had, they've had record amounts of people that have, been, that have crossed the southern border that have been found on our terrorist watch list. Watch list, watch list. They don't care about any of that. What they do care about are people singing at pro at, at abortion centers, not doing, making, not committing any crimes, not trespassing, not touching anybody, but the FBI is making sure that they're sweeping the country. Remember, were any arrests made for the bombings of the abortion clinics? Uh, absolutely. I mean, not the abortion clinics, the pro-life clinics. Uh, absolutely not. The Antifa bomb, basically the Antifa bomb. There's a different name, but basically it's Antifa bombings of the pro-life centers absolutely FBI didn't care about any of they don't care about arson they you know the 30 murders that were conducted that were perpetrated by the black lives matter and by antifa in 2020 after the george george floyd death right 
that wherever the invest nothing basically all those charges uh, on you know on a on a percentage basis most of those charges were dropped a few people convicted but the, the fbi doesn't care about any of that they're too busy raiding mar-a-lago for absolutely no reason and they're really busy going about and, and arresting peaceful pro-life activists 11 pro-life activists have been indicted by biden's doj for protesting outside i repeat outside of an abortion clinic in tennessee Meet the Christian Mimas and Papas charged as co-conspiracy, co-conspirators now facing up to 11 years in federal prison for a peaceful blockade demonstration. Now, who would be more guilty of crimes? There they are. Who would be more guilty of crimes? Um, Hunter Biden, where it's on his laptop, where he is weighing crack cocaine. Hunter Biden, where he is nude, carrying a gun he's unlawfully possessing. Hunter Biden, who alludes to 10% for the big guy and calls his dad pedo Peter. Who would be more of a criminal element? Which they haven't, by the way, always remember that they have had that laptop in their possession. The FBI DOJ has had that in their, has, has had the laptop in their possession since December of 2019. It's almost December of 2023 years. Absolutely no charges. But man, if you sing how great thou art, outside of an abortion clinic, outside, outside of an abortion clinic, here comes the FBI, the brown shirt Gestapo for the Democratic Party, the Antichrist, the Antichrist spirit driven law enforcement. I don't even want to call them law enforcement. Gestapo entity for the Biden administration. Nothing done on a 40% increase in violent crime. Nothing done on a 25% increase in murder. Nothing done about the fentanyl flowing over the border. Nothing, absolutely nothing done. Nothing done about Chinese officials buying up land next to military bases. Nothing, absolutely nothing. Nothing done about Chinese officials buying 290,000 acres of prime American farmland. Absolutely nothing done. But, and nothing done about the origins of COVID. Nothing. Was that a bioweapon? Nothing done by the FBI. But don't worry. They got to get these, these, these horrible, scary people. I mean, these people, I mean, these are terrifying looking people, aren't they? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm actually shaking right now because of how terrifying these people are. That's the FBI's, that's their, that's the FBI's priority right now are arresting these people. Trending 9-11 tweet. Trending Twitter court. Here's some other priorities of the FBI and the DOJ. Twitter, Twitter court filing reveals the federal government. Huh. The federal government is investigating Elon Musk. Again, not Hunter Biden. Not the southern border, not fentanyl. Not 40% increase in violent crime. Not 25% increase in murder. No, let's go after Elon. That's the priority of the DOJ. Go to the next one for me, Will. Here's, here's another one. Breaking. FBI arrests 87-year-old FBI arrests. I mean, there's the threat to the world right there, right? Arrest 87-year-old concentration camp survivor for singing hymns outside of an abortion clinic door could face year in federal prison. There's the FBI. So is the, is, is the FBI anti-Christian slash anti-Christ? Yes, they are. They are. I'm not calling for any violence towards the FBI. What I'm saying is that's who they are. That's who they are. FBI comes knock, knock, knocking at your door. Follow lawful orders. Don't answer any questions and hire an attorney. Do not cooperate except for lawful orders. 
They say, hey, can we have a few words? You know what? You can take your few words, spin them sideways, and shove them up your own caboose. You can quote that. Say, Tom Lipley from the TLP told me to say that to you, FBI agent. Mia Cothel video, I showed you this one before, so I'm just going to show you a brief couple seconds of it. This is the FBI at a pro-life leader's door. Play it for me. But if you're not going to let me, then I'll just... No, I want to know why you were banging on my door with a gun. So there you go. This is the FBI's priority. Let's get to the pro-life leader's door. Not, not a terrorist. Not Hunter Biden, of course. Not the numerous felonies that Joe Biden has committed along with James Biden, Frank Biden, his sister Biden, Hunter Biden. Nothing. None of those things. Let's get to pro. These, these people are so dangerous. They want to save unborn children. We got to get those people in prison immediately. There's, their, there's our FBI. Tom, you sound awfully fired up about it. That's right. You know what? As a former law enforcement officer, I find people like this man right here disgusting. This man is a disgusting human being. Why is he there up armored with his AR-15? Why is he he there fully armed? Obviously, they had a perimeter around this house. For what? For what? These people are seeing how great thou art outside of an abortion clinic, not trespassing, not touching a soul, but here comes the FBI because they are agents of the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party is nothing more than the hand puppet of Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. Tom, you're a pastor of a church. What does this have to do with Christianity? I don't know that he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Revelation 13, 16, and 17, because that's what this is all about. Leveraging you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by a tyrant or a tyrannical government, that's what this is all about. Pastors need to have some guts and preach this from the pulpit. All right, here we go. Go to this one. Here, here, just to show you, because this is about some pro-life things. This, this is how pro-life stuff. This is how the mainstream media, Yahoo News here, the Yahoo organization. This is how Yahoo Finance, namely. This is how. This is what they think of the pro-life movement. And this is what they think of unborn children. America is facing a diaper crisis, and the anti-abortion movement is making it worse. Oh, so you know, we, we don't have enough diapers. There's a couple levels on this. We don't have enough diapers, so let's kill the babies before they need the diapers. That's America right now. The American left. Not you and me, but that's the American left. By the way, they told you to mask, they told you to lock down, told you to social distance, and told you to vax, and most Christians did exactly what people like this told you to do. Right? And you haven't repented yet, have you? You watch it on CTN, and you haven't repented yet? You haven't come out and said, I was wrong? Haven't done? I hope there's some big-name pastors watching right now who locked down your churches, forced your people to mask, sat your people in COVID clumps, had alcohol gel stations everywhere for a virus that isn't transmitted by contact, by the way. And you never have come out and said you were wrong. These are the people you received your marching orders from that you so dutifully carried out. And you've yet to say I was wrong. You need to humble yourself before the Lord and humble yourself before your congregation or God himself will make sure that your church is squeezed to non-existence. As you, listen, if you're either gonna be the second Thessalonians chapter two, three through eight restraining or you're not. 
You can't restrain and comply at the same time. But you know, one other thing when it comes to that Yahoo article, you notice that we're facing a diaper crisis? Let me ask everybody in the room here. There's four other people in the room. My wife, my son, Will, the ex-Marine. I know they don't like to be called ex-Marines, but I don't know what else to call them. And my producer, Aaron, are all in this room of various ages, 54. My wife and I, 54. My son, 24. And, and Will in his 30s and Aaron in his 20s. So here we go. Has anybody in this room ever heard, ever, of a diaper shortage in the United States of America? Answer out loud. There you go. Once again, I wish we had our bell ready. Ding, ding, ding. I'll do it myself. Another record by Joe Biden. Never had a baby formula shortage. Joe Biden provided one. We've never had a diaper shortage. Joe Biden provided one. Never had 2.5 million illegals cross the border in a single year. Joe Biden provided that. Never had 13 Americans slaughtered by a Unabomber at the Abbey Gate. Joe Biden provided that too. Joe Biden provided the highest inflation in 42 years, the highest CPI in 42 years. Joe Biden sets records every single day. Great job putting your masks on. Great job locking down. Great job dutifully vaccinating and following these idiots right into the Biden administration. You're like, Tom, how, what do the two have to do with each other? As I say, just about every podcast, the moment that you strapped that mask on, locked down your churches, and started to social distance, you gave legitimacy that COVID-19 was the bubonic plague and nobody can vote in person. Therefore, you open the door to fraud. And that's why the idiot in chief is in the Oval Office right now. Here's an interesting one. Mishka video, Department of Homeland Security, talking about basically the DOJ. This is a different, it's not the DOJ, but it's Homeland Security, which by the way is CBP, Border Patrol, Customs and Border Patrol. So it's obviously federal law enforcement. Department of Homeland Security uh, Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, literally one of the stupidest, most politically expedient, agenda-driven morons that has ever held political office in his life. Mayorkas belongs in jail for lying about his own Border Patrol agents on the false claim of whipping illegal immigrants. Remember that story that came out where the CBP agents, Border Patrol agents, were whipping illegal migrants? I mean, remember that? Remember they came out and they all propagated it? By the way, just like I asked for the pastors to come out and say I was wrong, didn't any of these people come out and say I was wrong? But then all you pastors are like, why don't they come out and say I was wrong? Well, because you never do. You're the shining city on a hill that they're looking at. Why, if you never say I was wrong, why would a heathen ever say they were wrong? So none of these have ever said they were wrong. Roll the video for me, Will. Brand new details surrounding the now infamous Whipgate controversy, which saw President Biden and others in administration falsely accusing Border Patrol agents of whipping Haitian migrants. Turns out it was just horse reins, and those agents were later exonerated after an investigation. But before the White House had all the facts, both President Biden and Vice President Harris were slamming the agents involved. To see people treat it like they did, horses barely running them over, people being strapped, it's outrageous. I promise you those people will pay. It also evoked images of some of the worst moments of our history where that kind of behavior has been used against the indigenous people of our country, has been used against African Americans during times of slavery. But hours after that, Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas got this email from his press office, highlighting an article that indicated that President Biden had misconstrued the photo and that the photographer never saw any migrants whipped. But instead of correct, correcting the record or even spreading the word around, Mr. Mayorkas walked into the White House briefing room 
and said this. We know that those images painfully conjured up the worst elements of our nation's ongoing battle against systemic racism. All right, so let's look at the facts. So before the facts were ever actually known, you have, of course, Biden and Harris taking political advantage, using this for political expediency to come out and say, isn't it weird? You know, if we weren't short of time, I'd actually right now have my producer Aaron run back the video of Kamala Harris laughing as she talks about the mistreatment of human beings. Why do you do that? Because you're demon possessed. That's why. You said, remember the the horrible accident that occurred in our past? (laughs) Who does that? Who does that? But before the facts actually came out, you have uh, Biden come out and say, these people are going to pay for what they did. Man, it was never any human being. It was never a CBP agent actually whipping an illegal migrant. It was them using a horse whip on the horse. So then Mayorkas, Alejandro Mayorkas, the stupidest human being to ever hold political office. That's his title, stupidest human being to ever hold political office. I'll have to come up with an acronym for it. He comes out. Now, there it is. Yeah, play it for me, Aaron, if you can. It's against African-Americans during times of slavery. But hours after that. And who that, says that was such glee? Such glee, times of slavery. I mean, these people, are, they're so demonically strange. So why would you ever do one thing that they ever tell you to do? But I'm not going to digress again. Drives me nuts. It drives me nuts that Christians do what people like this tell you to do. Mask, vax, lockdown, care about the climate, blah, blah, blah. So Mayorkas receives an email confirming the photographer on scene who took the very pictures was watching it through the lens of his camera said, no agent whipped any migrant. Mayorkas receives from the photographer on site who took the very pictures, receives that information from the photographer. No migrant was whipped by any border patrol agent. And then Mayorkas comes out and gives a press conference saying they did it. Saying that the CBP agents whipped migrants and suspended them. That's who these people are. Are. That's why you don't put a mask on, give COVID legitimacy, and fraudulently allow them to be elected into office. That's why. Well, I don't understand. I just don't understand why people get so upset about masks. Now you know why I get so upset about masks. Pick from the Gateway Pundit, just so you know where our government stands, the head of congressional ethics. The head. In other words, the most, most ethical person on Capitol because he is the very head of congressional ethics is charged with a DUI after crashing car into a house. There's your federal government. This swamp doesn't just need to be drained. It needs to be drained and then have concrete poured on top of it never to exist again. Becker News video over to it. Now we're moving on to local crime. Over 239 resignations in Soros-backed Cook County, Chicago, Kim Fox. Uh, Kim Fox's office amid rise in violent crime in Chicago. Play it for me, Will. Meanwhile in Chicago, there's frustration. Rising crime, gun violence mounting against the Cook County State Attorney Kim Fox and her office. A source telling Fox Digital that four assistant state's attorneys have resigned 
from Fox's felony review unit in just the past two weeks. Part of a growing mass exodus in that office in Garrett Tenney. He knows the story well, lives in Chicago, has got the story now. Garrett, what you find out? Good morning. Well, Bill, in the past year, more than 240 people have resigned from the Cook County State's Attorney's Office, and we're told that number of resignations is unprecedented. It means there, there are fewer prosecutors to handle a growing number of criminal cases in the city. Uh, sources familiar tell us so many folks are leaving because of a combination of the increasing workload as others resign and how Kim Fox has transformed the state's attorney's office by focusing more on PR stunts, and social justice experiments than prosecuting crime. It's because people just simply don't want to work in an office for a leader uh, that they don't believe in, um, that, that has disappointed them at every turn, that has, has uh, twisted the mission of the state's attorney's office into something other than standing up for the victims of crime. And we feel it all around the city. Kim Fox isn't taking any responsibility for the exodus of attorneys from her office and continues to blame the great resignation. We have just brought in a new class of attorneys, I think 50 back in August, who will be sworn in next month. Um, and so we're trying to keep up with attrition. So we're not fully staffed. Uh, we certainly are much better than we were. Yeah, and sources tell us the exodus from Kim Fox's office is showing no signs of slowing down. So what Kim Fox is saying, you know what? People are resigning because so many people are resigning. We have a lot of resignations because that comes so many people are resigning. Typical Democratic Party response has nothing to do with her turning the entire uh, you know, the entire justice system in Chicago, the state attorney's office, into a woke CRT program. Nothing to do with that. Nothing to do with not prosecuting criminals. It just have you know, what some people who go into the profession to be a prosecutor want to actually do what? Prosecute criminals. But Kim Fox won't allow that to happen. Wouldn't, allow, wouldn't of course, prosecute. They, she had to have it, or the Jesse Smollett investigation yanked out of her hands because she refuses to prosecute him for the numerous felonies that he committed. Fraudulent police reports, false allegations, whatever. We'll digress into that. I just had to show you this. You can actually just side by side this, guys. This is an end wokeness video. I just wanted to show you this because this, many people would probably think this is a foreign country. It's not a foreign country. This is the hometown of Kamala Harris. This is Kamala Harris's hometown, the vice president of the United States. So if you want the fruition of all of Kamala Harris's legislative ideas, this is it right here. If you want this, then vote for Kamala Harris because this is what eventually your hometown will look like because this is what her hometown looked like. Who else represents in this area roughly? London Breed, Adam Schiff, Nancy Pelosi, Eric Swalwell, and of course, Kamala Harris. And Dianne Feinstein too. So if you want your town to look like this, vote Democrat because the only towns, I repeat, the only towns that look like this our towns run by the Democratic Party. Let's go into COVID real quick. The Hill tweet just in Biden administration. Here we go. It never ends. Why would it never end? The Biden administration extends COVID-19 public health emergency declaration. Why? Because they want to control you. It has nothing to do with the disease. And didn't Joe Biden go the next one for me, Will? Didn't Joe Biden just say it ended? Play it for me. Mr. President, first Detroit auto show in three years. Yeah. Is the pandemic over? 
The pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. Uh, it's Give me a but- hurry here. So there you go, Joe Biden. So they just extend the COVID health emergency, but Joe Biden just said the pandemic was over. So why would they extend the COVID emergency? Why would they leave up vaccine mandates that were put in place to control transmission and infection after the vaccination was showed not to stop transmission or infection? Very strange, isn't it? Because the fix was in. That's the title of this video. Play it for me. Do the benefits of this vaccine outweigh the rest? I didn't see the benefits. We really need much better data, I think, before we move forward on this. And I can only hope that it's coming because I feel very strongly about my no vote there. In fact, the only reason I voted no was because no was not a choice. And and it just um, surprised me that we were willing to go forward with this with such scant evidence of benefit. I think that could be crazy. Now, what he's talking about is that the FDA, who, who runs the ethics for the FDA, is, of course, Anthony Fauci's bioethics board on the NIH run by his own wife. So what he's saying is the, the, the vaccine never should have been approved because the benefits didn't outweigh the detriments. That's obvious. Go to the next one for me, Will. Let me show you just real quick. Good, yeah, Seven, I got the time on the bottom. 17-year-old softball star collapses while getting ready for bed. Never seen that before in history. Go to the next one for me. Here you go. GP, those of you, this is a very popular bodybuilder by the name of Doug Brignall. Those of you who think the vaccine kills people can use me as a test. Bodybuilding icon and author Doug Brignall passes away at 63. There you go. And the FDA, that the doctor that was just speaking is on the is supposed to be impaneled as an FDA official. They no longer impanel people to discuss the benefits and detriments of the vaccine. Keep that in mind. Love you all. Stand firm in the Lord. God bless you. So why give to the TLP? It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. But that's not the end of it. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burned again by a yoke of slavery. We do not gauge our words. We do not hold back. So sow seed to the cause of freedom and victory in Jesus' mighty name. I stand unequivocally on the word of God, on healing the Bible, prosperity the Bible, sin the Bible, everything, protection the Bible, church the Bible. 